the pot party, the trippers, the grasshoppers, the hip ones, all gathered in secrecy and flying high as a kite. Outside the boundaries of their phony world of kicks is the ever-present possibility of discovery. This must be avoided at all costs, for discovery brings with it the penalties of society, shame, arrest, prison. So destroy the evidence, leave not a trace, burn it in paper trash. That way they can deny possessing the illegal marijuana. They can say the flaming can is part of a game. They can lie, they can swear. This time the gang's lucky. It's not the law, or discovery, or problems. It's just their supplier, Pete, with his number one chick, and a new guy looking for kicks. Forget it, man, and get with the countdown. Shake this square world and blast off for Kicksville. It's human, it's sushi, it's human, sushi. Hello, and welcome to Sushi Phone, <laughs> brought to you by... Guess what? It's brought to you by Human Sushi Studios. <laughs> what? Tell them, Dre. Do you remember Movie Phone? Tell them, Dre. Tell them what? Guess what, guys? Oh, we have a new... Well, we don't have a name for it yet, though. Yeah, I know. That's kind of a problem. I know. A name for what? For the, for new, the new studio. The new studio. This space. Um, you need a name for it? This space. No. <laughs> or are you coming up for it with a name right now as we know. speak? I'll think. I'll think. I like that. Right, cool. I like by, the improvisational... By the, end, by the end of this episode. We'll, we'll have, have a name, yeah. Yes. Cool. Well, let's explain it, I guess, right? This is our first episode that we're recording in our new spot. That's right. It's finally not in, like, my spare bedroom or right. your spare bedroom. Right. Or in my living room. <laughs> Although it still kind of looks like a spare bedroom because we got a bunch of shit laying around. But it's you, fine. We're getting there. You were saying yesterday that it looked like a murder space because it's it's the walls are it's all white. It's a little creepy. Am <laughs> no, I, am I not wrong? at all. No? I don't think it's creepy at all. I think the area out there and like on the way up Thank is a little creepy, you. but this space is not. My interior it's decorating like, skills pay off mm, once again. <laughs> I don't know. It's like white walls and it's a white table. A and murderer would not commit a murder in a room of white. Exactly. No? Think about because the blood, yeah, it splatters. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yes, this makes me think of like a place where people <laughs> like take your organs and shit and sell them on the black market. <laughs> 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 like a secret door opens up no. right in here somewhere. I don't get that vibe at all. I'm just glad. So you know, Thank I'm glad. You. I'm glad because I'm a little creeped out by it. <laughs> no way. <laughs> <laughs> but no, once we get some stuff on the walls, I think uh, I think it'll be good. So, I want to introduce. Our very first guest in the new studio and a very good friend of mine, Monica. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited Woo. to be here. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for and being I'm honored. here. I'm honored to be your first guest in your new space. That's, That's right. You got to sign somewhere. Yeah, you should let people sign the walls. That's what you put on the wall. Mm. The door. Let's do the door. Okay. Let's do the door. Love it. Hey, we're coming up with this on the spot. You all <laughs> heard it, guys. I don't like that idea, guys. <laughs> I think uh, we, we just painted this whole damn room white. <laughs> that is true. Maybe the table. <laughs> Maybe. Remember at SAE they had that world map and everybody would sign. No. You don't remember? No. On the wall, it was like a map of the world, and then when, you know how they would have sometimes like. I guess only the cool kids got to sign. Not or the something. kids. We didn't sign it. It was when they had you know special guests and stuff. Oh mm. yes, I do remember that. And yes. it was all kinds yes, of. Yes. It was cool. At the entrance, like in the mm -hmm. lobby, right? Yes, I remember that. I was one of your first projects. That's do you remember right. that? Yes. You guys might have already met, actually. It's possible. Yeah. yeah. What? Now that it's I possible. think about it, fourteen years ago. Yeah, yeah, it's very possible. And now but the universe has brought you. Do back we have the, the audio? Well, here's the thing. You couldn't get the audio right. Yes. Remember? So we never actually recorded anything. Like, I went there ready. I had the song ready and That's shit. That's right. Yeah. We were in, like, that the old analog studio, and I couldn't do it. Like, I don't know. I couldn't figure it out. 
You were struggling. There was a hit the button. I'll take it. Yeah, there was a there was a struggle. I remember. Why didn't you call me? I don't know. At that time, because we weren't cool like that. We were super good friends, but not till like after a couple of months of being in school together. Okay. So you guys met in audio engineering school. Yes. Let's let's break it down for the audience here, right? Yes, in two thousand four. Yes, and I went on to have twenty seven different jobs and now host a podcast. (laughs) Right. None of which none of which have been audio related. (laughs) None of none of which. (laughs) No, I I had my little stint. I had a I had a little um, internship at like drum major studio. Okay. Okay. I I tell people about that all the time because do you remember what you told me you did in your internship? Get coffee. Your job, you said, was to roll blunt. Oh, that too, yes. Nice. That I know, was I was like, nice. pretty sweet. Yes, but not when you're not getting paid for it, and you got to be there, like, you got to work a nine to five. Did they let you smoke it? Yeah, of oh, course, yeah. Okay. But, no, hell no, I wasn't rolling and not smoking, you know, but, like, <laughs> no, we would get there, like, at nine. I mean, I would get to work at nine, leave at five, and then head over there, be there from six to, like, three in the morning or whatever, and then have to go to work the next day. But it was, like, a big-time studio at the time. It was. It was doing well. I mean, but, yeah, they were sunning me, so I was like, fuck that. Is that the one at the Venetian? Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. yeah. I had my studio there, actually. So yeah. did my ex. Yeah. 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 What a small world. Do they still have studios? It's Miami, man. I know, I'm pretty sure that it was like the seventh floor, The seventh right? floor, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's still... I, I don't know for a fact, but... I thought I heard that they shut that shit down. I think they... Did. Well, I think there's one studio left up there. At least I was in there like two years ago, and it was... It's a nice studio. It's up there. Uh, as soon as you walk off the elevator to the left, the first door to the left. No, um, I always went to the right. Yeah. Oh, that's where Benzino was. Yes. That's, that's where Benzino studio, was. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. He was Somewhere. right next door to us. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you guys were around the corner from. We're here. right around the corner, exactly. Yeah, yeah we were like in a, some little, the little nook mm-hmm. right after Benzino spot. Um, but I remember towards the end of when we were there, it got so bad that people were like smoking crack in the hallway. Yeah, it's like, dude, <laughs> at least, this? at least do it in the studio. <laughs> like you know the lights I mean? were flickering and shit. Like dude, people like, doing crack. No you way. get off the <laughs> elevator on the seventh floor and you see fucking people doing crack. It's like, yo, come on, man. The so. studio life is crazy. Yeah, yeah the studio like, life is crazy. Anything goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got kicked out of there for smoking weed. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah. How? Well, yeah, especially when people were smoking crack. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. Like, how that are you going to kick us out? Right. Yeah. And you're leaving something important out of that story. Yeah. It was weed and crack. <laughs> okay. Maybe a little heroin. It was us smoking the crack. Yeah, that was, it was me, guys. <laughs> no, but the thing where we fucked up is that our office was right next to the the uh, manager or whatever. Right. Yeah, so it. it's like we couldn't smoke it without them smelling it. Yeah. yeah. And, and they really... That cannot be. Everybody was smoking up there. They called the cops on us. <laughs> yeah, they literally called the cops on us. No, yeah. a couple of times. Like, what do you think complained. Benzino's doing all day in the studio? Gorilla tag, all these people. Like, well, like, come on. Yeah, it was. You know, I'm not. Maybe the person that was smoking the crack was in Benzino's. Was from Benzino's <laughs> studio. I'm not gonna <laughs> confirm ja or deny I that. I met Ja Rule there in Benzino's studio. No shit. Yeah. Nice. He's super short. Does he talk like this? No, and you know I'm. <laughs> I always explain, I hang around a lot of young people, mm-hmm. and I have to explain to them that, you know, I grew up through hip-hop beefs where you had to pick a side. Mm. Yes. So, like, I was always Team 50 Cent, Team right. Eminem, mm. and, like, I used to listen to those um, those beef, those records, you know, and, right. like, rap them all the time. And then... It was real shit. My yeah. ex worked with Benzino, so, like, he takes me there to introduce me, and I'm like, oh, my mm. God, what are we doing? And then he was so nice, like, yeah. I don't know, did you ever spend time with him? Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So nice. Plenty and, of times. I felt so guilty because I would always be like rapping the Eminem song. Yeah. 
And then Ja Rule showed up one day and said, oh, no. I'm like, I can't be here. Right. It felt like. <laughs> you were betraying yeah. your, the cause. I low-key, like, brought it up to him, the Eminem thing. Because I just say. wanted to I wanted to see what he was going to say, you know. To and ja he kinda, No, to, uh, to <laughs> Benzino. Oh, okay. Because I was around the same time where Eminem, like, dropped the diss track Yeah, and shit. it was all mm-hmm. the same yeah. time. But he kind of, like, dismissed it a little bit, you know. He didn't Did really. Did he seem, like, hurt? Butt hurt. Eminem yeah, a little bit. Him. Yeah, Eminem like, destroyed him. Yeah. That's one of his most brutal diss tracks, yeah. He destroyed him. But here's he the thing. I know it's contrived now and like the studios and the labels are make, doing it on purpose now. Do you think it was like that back then or you think it was that actual was real. No, that was real. You that don't see real. 50 Cent still coming for Ja Rule like yeah. now. Yeah. I, I die. I love 50 Cent. He's like my favorite He's person the best troller. Yes. He's my hero. <laughs> and and the, the 50 Cent Ja Rule thing doesn't have much to do with rap. It's like because Ja right. Rule is associated with uh, Irv Gotti right. and mm-hmm. those people are associated with the people that shot 50 Cent. And, right. You know, it's, it's real. Yeah, it's it goes back. That's yeah. it. That shit's real for real. Right. Like he's petty as fuck about Ja Rule. I've never paid attention to the hip hop beats, to be honest with you, other than the tracks and the yeah. actual songs, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, for example, like I don't know why Drake and What's His Face were beefing. Meek I don't know. Mill? Yeah. Why? Were, how did that start? I, I think know. Meek Mill came for Drake. Meek Mill came for him. Like on a diss Biggest track? mistake. Yeah. Yeah. And Drake came back yeah. twice but, i think and wait him. meek mill was dating Nicki minaj yeah is okay. that what it's about i would have been pissed at drake too like uh, drake says on mad songs that he wants to fuck Nicki. but minaj. that was before meek mm. she was with safari when drake was talking about fucking her plus that shit sells records i yeah. mean fuck who it's cares music. come on yeah i get it but <laughs> i can see how someone got butt hurt over that you know yeah how someone would feel some type of way i, I think, I think really was, thought he could win it i thought it for was some reason. label beef you know like they made them beef just to maybe i think that's real too though yeah i think there's a lot of beefs that are like contrived yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah um but that one was not good for meek at all i don't know why his label would have encouraged but like biggie and tupac that was real beef that Come was on. real, yeah, 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 yeah. That wasn't like a record. See, same thing. thing. I barely listened to Biggie. I barely know any of his music because I was Team Tupac. You were mm. Team Tupac, man. You're like, loyal to the. To I the am. Fault, I don't almost. fuck with Jay Z because Tupac didn't fuck with Jay Z. <laughs> oh like, shit! I won't listen to it. Oh, You're missing shit. out on a lot of music because of Tupac. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I don't fuck with Jay Z. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, was hip hop your th- like? What made yes. you go to to audio engineering school? Was it okay because. Um, after high school, like my only goal in life was to work in the music industry. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm. I, I knew I was not an artist, um, but so I wanted to be on the business side of it. I really admired Master P. Mm-hmm. I remember in um, FIU freshman experience, they made us do a project like what we want our career to be. And I did my whole project about Master P. Nice. Because he had just been um, put in like the Guinness Book of World Records yeah. for being like having making the most money that year or whatever in hip hop. Yeah. And you know, for he was, na, na, na. Um, no, no limits. for everything, you know, yes, the, fact the whole that he was no limit record. Yeah, yeah he and was he was independent. Oh, okay, gotcha. And you know, he would sell his CDs out of the trunk of his car. I mean, he, right. he really right. started from the bottom. So mm-hmm. I've always admired that and I just wanted to do something. So, but I had a scholarship to college. So my mom was like, please go to college. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> you're going for free. So I was actually finishing FIU when I started SAE. I was I doing remember. both at the same time. Um, but because FIU didn't have like a music program at that right. time. So I was like, I'll go to college and I'll get a degree. My degree is in anthropology. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you were doing both at the same time? Yeah, yeah finishing up. Yeah. Fuck. I did like my last semester at FIU while I was going to say. Shit. It was easy. I mean, I didn't I had nothing else to do. So the FIU thing was more to like appease your parents? My mom. And she was right. You know, she's like, you're going for free. Like, just get it. Thank yeah. God for her. Thank God I listened to her because... Because I have a degree, mm. I was able to to you know get a better job right. later. So you know I'm I'm thankful for that. But um anyway, so I went to SAE not really knowing 
what I wanted to do. I just wanted to be in that scene and just see what, what happened. So mm. I really loved my experience there. I love the people I met there. Mm -hmm. I started working there after I graduated. They gave me a job in the office. Um, I didn't know that. You didn't know? No, I think you might have told me, but I might have. Forgotten. I took Lily. Remember Lily, the receptionist? Yes. So she was leaving. Mm -hmm. So I took her job. Okay. And then they put me um, in student services. Remember Brandy used to do mm -hmm. that? The boss's wife. Mm -hmm. They put me there. Um, and then I left because the pay sucked. Mm -hmm. They're a horrible. Uh, I said, but they're like a horrible organization. They were. They got taken over by someone else now. But as mm -hmm. a company, mm -hmm. like it was not well run. SAE, right. this is for you. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Back then, back then, back 2004. Then. Right. Now they have different ownership. I'm still mm. paying Sally Mae, motherfuckers. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> yeah. My loan was paid off already. Okay, well. Boy, get your life together. <laughs> <What> the <hell? laughs> Fuck that. I'm trying to hold out as long as possible. <laughs> What's the minimum payment? No, $10. Yeah, yeah. Really, Renee, get that. Get I already that. paid off the interest. Like I'm trying to keep my money in my pocket. <laughs> So so after leaving SAE, did you try to get a job in the, um, in the industry? Okay, or? so I quickly realized in music that um, if I was going to do it as my 9 to 5 to pay my bills, I was going to be working on a lot of shitty music. Mm. And I didn't want that. I, I can only, it takes so much time and energy, you, you guys know. Mm -hmm. So I said, I cannot be spending you know hours in the studio and, and all this unless I really believe in it. I really like the project. Right. And so because I wanted to be picky, I had to find something else to pay my bills. Mm -hmm. So I tried to do real estate. Mm -hmm. I got my real estate license in 2007 when the market crashed. Oh, <laughs> Terrible timing. <laughs> Terrible timing. Um, you know, I've just always made stupid moves, I guess, career-wise. <laughs> and then my mom's like, why don't you try being a teacher? And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I tried it and I actually liked it. Yeah. And the schedule is great, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm done with work at 2.30. You don't need a degree in education to be right, a teacher, right? exactly. Mm -hmm. Because I had a bachelor's, right. I was able to get the job. Right, right, right. They don't care what it's in. You have to pass certain tests, like knowledge skills tests, to right. see do you know what you're teaching. Mm -hmm. But your degree, it doesn't matter. What uh, level are you teaching and what class? I teach um, AP government, mm -hmm. and um, and then I teach honors in regular government and economics. Okay. And I teach 12th graders and 10th graders. Oh, okay, cool. Nice. That's an interesting age, huh? <laughs> I love it. I don't think I can handle little kids. I like the fact that they're pretty much adults. My really goal, my goal in being a government teacher was just, I just want to get them excited about voting. I want them to care, mm -hmm. you know, about what's going on. So I like the fact that I teach, you know, older kids because yeah. you can get them to care about stuff. I think I voted once in my whole life. I I've no I voted a couple times. I guess <laughs> she's like she reached for the butt. <laughs> it's listen, it's the green one, okay? <laughs> okay what do the other ones do? The yellow is applause. This is the applause, tour, right? <laughs> this is the theme song, and the other ones are weird. Okay. One of them's like a. I love. Uh, <laughs> I love that, Renee. That's really sad. That breaks my heart to hear you say that. Does it? Yeah, it does. Why? Because, I don't know, I grew up in a family of, like, voters. So, mm -hmm. like, growing up, it's, like, something that's important to me. I believe that the system is important and it's in place for a reason. But I also believe that it's a facade and it's not necessarily exactly what is affecting the outcome of things. I think money is what affects the outcome of things. I think corporations really run everything. So that's why I really... I'm not too enthused about participating in the system. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I just don't like the lesser of two evils argument. Right. You right. know? That's so like, okay, so you don't vote either? No, I have voted okay. before, okay. right? Uh, like I voted Obama. Um, I voted for Al Gore and got burned, you know? Um, <laughs> but I just like, like Hillary Trump, 
you know it was horrible it was like the lesser of two evils and and it's like i my non-vote i consider a vote yeah for Trump. you know what i mean no 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 i'm I'm saying my non-vote i i consider a vote against the two-party system right like i refuse to participate if if you're just going to give me two pieces of shit and polish one better than the other one you know okay, monica's, but here's monica's the thing. like dabbing her forehead <laughs> <laughs> it's getting hot in here guys i am getting hot <laughs> and i'm never hot okay this is the thing um so many people told me that in 2016 mm-hmm. and you have to think beyond the person and support the ideology that you believe in cuz so many people like you sat out 2016 i don't like trump i don't like hillary but now you know it's not just Trump in office. Like he gets to pick the Supreme Court judges, right? And mm-hmm. he picks people like him, and then those people are there for life. So mm-hmm. it's like beyond just the face. Oh, I don't like these people. Think about like what they're gonna have the power to do, and like who do you agree with more? Who's gonna fuck up the country less? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I get that, you know. But I didn't necessarily agree with Hillary's ideology either. Um, well, you I mean, know? I don't know. I think I would have liked her judge picks better. That's yeah, possible. I mean, she she probably would have leaned more towards what the public wanted. You know what I mean? Uh, so in that case, yes, yeah, she was more man- manipulatable. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a word. <laughs> manipulatable. <laughs> but um, my point is, hey, hey, don't hit We're going to set a new record. Hey, We're hey, going to hey, set hey. a new record. We're 17 <laughs> minutes in. You already got two, bro. <laughs> um, but my point is, yeah, like, I couldn't vote for Hillary. Like, right. You know what I mean? And I couldn't vote for Trump. No, I get probably. it. I get it. Yeah. A lot of people felt that way. Yeah. yeah. And, like, some of Trump policies are like are not that bad it's just that he's just the way he expresses it's him it's crazy it's him yeah 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 Yeah. he's embarrassing to me yeah he is it's (laughs) it's the idea of him on the world stage representing us is to me it's the worst thing but it's not like americans had a good rep before that either you know what i mean like we were already like the burger eating i was like proud of obama you know when i saw obama places i would be like i voted for obama it's the only time i've ever voted and no (laughs) voted and no way voted i (laughs) voted voted for obama (laughs) jesus look this is by request i went to both (laughs) bro i voted for obama (laughs) i voted i went to both and he won bro (laughs) (laughs) so yeah trump is just such a drastic change from him and and he's so embarrassing to me i cannot watch him speak Mm -hmm. i hate the twitter thing although it's kind of good for what i teach because all my kids are on twitter and like they actually they know what's going on because of that because he's such an idiot right like they know what's going on well absolutely me this is the most (laughs) i've ever been involved in politics and it's because of (laughs) trump being an idiot well look let's let's give credit where credit is due like He's a marketing genius. Yes. Yeah. The guy is a marketing he's genius. He's the Kanye of presidents. <laughs> right. Yeah, he is. He's yeah. he, he, him and Kanye exactly are like, like kindred spirits, <laughs> they man. Are. They really are. Yeah. Are. Do you fuck with Kanye or did Tupac have beef with him? <laughs> I love Kanye. I think Kanye is a genius. I think like for our generation, he is like a musical genius. You know, he's crazy. Yeah. But musically, I mean, you can't touch him. Right. Someone um, explained his music. They said his music is like orchestral almost. Mm-hmm. And there's an orchestra. I don't know where they're at. I think in New York that they play Kanye's music. Mm-hmm. And then not, so now when I listen to it, I do hear that like his songs have like movements. Yes. Just like a classical piece would. He is he's the genius. He, and, and what do you think of his whole like MAGA turn? I'm OK with it. I mean, I, I always tell my students like it's a free country. Like, yeah. You can't. I hate the backlash he got for it. You know, mm. it's like this is why we live in America. Like my family came from Cuba, right? So it's like right. we're here because because here you can say whatever you want. So like, how can you be mad at him? You can okay, you don't agree with him, but I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. mad at it. I'm glad to hear you say that because because <laughs> it seems like recently, 
um, conservatism is kind of like a taboo, you know, and it shouldn't be that way because like I've always been a liberal. I've always voted liberal, but I'm not above criticizing liberals. Right. And lately there's a lot to criticize. You know what I mean? And that's one of the things it's like being conservative shouldn't be. It's not a bad word. And there are conservative principles that like you, you can't judge someone for abiding by those principles right. like that's you know what benefits them i always give the example of um one of my one of my best friends voted for trump right but he's a doctor for him obamacare just wasn't working you know what i mean mm-hmm. so he voted in favor of his own interests right i can't be mad at that I that's what we all do is selfish voting is very selfish exactly mm-hmm. i can't like automatically label him a racist or a misogynist right, right. and like and that's what bothers me a little bit about liberals yeah. in 2019 you yes. know oh if you voted trump you're a racist or uh. if you criticize liberals you're a racist you right know, so. right like they're tall they're tolerant of everything unless you disagree and then exactly. it's like they attack mob right. attack people are scared to even say their opinions because you're gonna offend everybody mm-hmm. yeah 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 so yeah that's a that's a problem you know and i, and I think um the further left that the the democratic party goes the more it's going to divide the country you know like i don't feel like okay here's a question what do you think the liberals need in order to defeat trump in 2020 is it like go far left no or is it like centrist centrist they have to be centrist yeah and and but i i'm worried that they're not gonna do that oh no and they've already (laughs) for for the last few years have been excluding and pushing out people who might be centrist because they might have agreed with Trump on one or two things here mm. and there, you know? And so now, oh, you agreed? But like, Trump was a Democrat, right, back in the day? He was, oh, yeah. yes, definitely. So how can you get mad at them for that? And friends with the Clintons, of all people, too. <laughs> it's like, it's crazy. But they're doing that now even to, like, Tulsi Gabbard, right? Mm-hmm. She kind of killed it at the debates the other day, yes. right? Um, and yeah. the next day she was the most Google, the most uh, searched candidate on google mm-hmm. and a uh, russian bot or some shit like that was trending on twitter so basically people were accusing her of being like of having like russian backing just because she was doing good and that's because she's kind of a centrist mm-hmm. she's not a far left radical liberal you know so right away it's oh she must be down with the russians <laughs> really man <laughs> like, yeah and it's it's like you said it's like this intolerance of anyone whose whose opinion differs you know it's annoying and the media's propensity to pick these stories up and run with them too you know and like kind of back it up without any hard evidence you know so i don't know it's do you do you get any kids that are conservative or is it lot. like 99% liberal no there's always that stereotype that young people are liberals but i don't know if it's because of trump it's a lot of i don't know that they're conservatives but they're into trump you know like mm. he has attracted a lot of people to politics and i'm meeting a lot of young conservatives they're also hispanic so probably in their household it's more it comes from the parents right mm. but i was surprised at that you know i feel like i feel like it has become more conservative over the years mm-hmm. the age group which is interesting because you always hear that young people are liberals well i think it's backlash against liberalism too because it's for so long liberalism was in charge and they just you know stepped over the the line a little bit and i think you know right now is it's a correction of that you know self-correction so they just like um Trump's personality. Right. They like, you know, he's strong and brash. He, yeah, he says what he wants and they love that. He right. is like a teenager, right? He's like what I picture like a movie, you know, <laughs> president spoof kind of comedy. Right. He's, he's, he's Biff. He's Biff Tannen in <laughs> yeah. Back to the Future. Yes, right? that's exactly <laughs> right. Yeah. If yes. Biff became president, yes. <laughs> yeah. that's exactly what we're living through. It's terrifying, actually. That's interesting to me that kids 
or I would have thought the op- like I wasn't playing when I said ninety nine percent liberal. Well, I, I really thought that's what it would I be. I think if I taught in a different area, but like on my way to work in Hialeah is like a, a house with a big flagpole in the backyard and it's Trump. You know, that's Trump country out there. Like they love him. I don't know where do you live. I live in Kendall. Okay, yeah. I don't know. Kendall Cubans are. We different. see some of that. I, I see some of that. Yeah. <laughs> but Hialeah loves Trump. I live in the Gables. We keep our political opinions to ourselves. <laughs> You're so probably not fancy. allowed to put a, a, a political thing outside. Gables not? has rules about everything. You can't I even have know. a damn pickup truck in your driveway. No, no. I'm just kidding. I'm Gables adjacent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not exactly the Gables, but it's close so enough. you're in Little Havana. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> just say it, man. Yeah. They call me Little Havana Cap. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you looking at that button. <laughs> I saw you reaching. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting, man. I, I wonder... I wonder what's going to happen in 2020, man. You I know, think he's going to win. I think he's going to win, Me too. too. And I, yeah. I just accepted it. Like, we've already gone. I feel like his first term has flown by. So. Listen, the world didn't end. Right. right? Like, we're all still here. Right. So I feel like four more years, you know, whatever. What? At least at what? least then that'll be his max. He can't run again. Right. Although, you know, he mentioned wanting to change that. Yes, he did Once. mention that. Yeah. We have enough checks and balances, though, to where he can't he yeah. can't do something like that. Right. I mean, he, can, he, he, he won't get Congress would have to do it. Exactly. And they're not right. going to do it. He'll him. do it. But he would do it. Right. It'll only it stick for him. like two weeks. You know what I mean? He's going to sign challenge in the court. <laughs> right. If it was up to him, yeah, he would. But do he'll it. do it just to say he did it. Like know? an executive <laughs> action. He's yeah. going to sign an executive. Yeah. And I would always tell the kids, don't worry about, you know, if you don't like Trump, don't worry because, um, you know, we have checks and balances. Right. And I teach all that. But then then I was like. Okay, when he first took office, like all of Congress is Republican. Mm. Now the Supreme Court is conservative. It's like, where's your checks and balances at? <laughs> They're gone. Yeah. But now Congress, you know, the Democrats have the House. So yeah. that's going to give him a hard time for the rest of his term, I would guess. Yeah. Do you have a candidate, um, a Democratic candidate that you like more than, than I'm the so others? embarrassed that, I, that I'm really... I feel like it's so many of them. I'm it's, kind of waiting. There is a lot of them. I, I did watch the last two the debates, you know, so I could see everybody. There's so many people that I, I don't even remember their names. Because you probably assigned it as homework. No, thank <laughs> God in the summer. No, I don't do that. But I, but I wanted to know for this question. I know I'm going to get these questions now when I go back to work. But um, I like Elizabeth Warren. I've always liked her. Mm. I like Bernie Sanders. I just don't think America's ready for Bernie Sanders. Mm. Um, I like that lady from Hawaii. Is that the woman you mentioned? That's the one I like. Yeah, yeah. I like her. Yeah. Tulsi. So, you know. I do. I do think there's some good candidates, but I just think he's gonna win it again. I think he, yeah. like you say, he's marketing genius. He has simplified his message so well. Mm-hmm. The average American is at that level. You know, yeah. they do, the average American is not college educated. You know, mm. it, it's a fact. So they say it even with music or movies. If you're gonna, if you want to make something for the masses, like to blow up, you gotta dumb it down Absolutely. because that's really like what the general public is attracted to. So. Right. Um, I think he's going to win. I'm not, yeah. I'm not a fan of that dumb it down term. I like simplify. Okay, simplify. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but hey, tomato, tomato, man. <laughs> no. Same thing. No, simplify just means there's less things you're right, you're to, right. to exclude people or to push them away. It's all, it also means there's less nuance. Right. Yeah, of course. Yeah, definitely nuance is important. Yeah. But well, it depends what kind of song you're making, you know? If you're making a party track, you don't necessarily need a bunch of nuance in there. You right. Know? That's the thing, though. We don't need our president making party tracks. <laughs> you feel exactly me? The party president. <laughs> <laughs> He's the most dumbed down president of all time. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't read. He admitted. Like, he said that. Yeah, he doesn't I mean, read. He didn't need to. <laughs> <laughs> and someone analyzed, you know, his tweets and his um, speeches, and they say he, he has, like, a fourth grade level hmm, vocabulary. vocabulary. Right. The way he talks and the way he 
writes, it's like fourth grade level. That's embarrassing, man. That's what That's I mean. Yeah. But you know. But then isn't he really smart to be that? I haven't figured it out yet. This point, I haven't know? figured out if it's him. That's so smart, or if there's someone kind of like you know calling those shots in the background. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't figured that a out. Puppeteer, yet. yeah. But you're, I mean, yeah, like Hitler was smart, right? Right. Yeah. Like, so yeah, I'll give it. Trump is smart, I guess. Yeah, it's also like <laughs> being articulate <laughs> is not equal to being intelligent too. Those are two different things, you know. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I've heard people use really fancy words to say absolutely to nothing. say absolutely <laughs> nothing. Yeah, that's true. Remember that guy on In Living Color? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. The pontification. No. Jail. <laughs> he was in jail. He's the like, jail guy. Of the yeah. system. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't saying shit. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was a great show, man. Oh right? yeah. Why don't they bring that back? They you, want to. I do think. you ever watch it and think and and think about how many of those people really took off? Like, In Living Color was such a hub for talent. Almost like, all of Jim them. Jim Carrey. Yeah. I know, like, right? Yeah. Like Fire Marshal Bill. Like, who would have known that he would like just Tommy Davidson, freaking the way J Lo, J Lo, J Lo, J Real, dude. Yeah. I love In Living Color. I, I bought it for Obama, and then I went to go see J Lo. <laughs> Wait, was Rosie Perez on there too? I think she was their um, choreographer. I don't she think won. she danced I think often. You're right. she, maybe she appeared like yeah. a few times. But yeah, I think she was the choreographer for Fly Girl. Mm, Rosie, that's right. Rosie Perez was Bay when I was younger. Rosie Perez. I think she probably still is Bay. White Have men you seen can't her? jump. I had it, I had it bad for her in that movie, man. <laughs> yeah. She's like, Billy, I want a glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, was, I was not gonna attempt that. Accent, <laughs> but that was pretty good. That was bad, yeah. I would have I would have given myself the, the green button. <laughs> but what? But it was good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm brilliant. So, <laughs> have you seen her recently? Um, I I uh, wonder if she's still cute. Pineapple Express was the last thing I saw. Of her. <gasps> Is I she forgot. cute? Yeah. Does she look cute in that? She looks good. I don't remember. Well, I've she's the cop, her. right? Yeah, she's the cop. That movie got crazy, right? She's buttoned up the whole time, which is why you can't really tell. But yeah, she looks good. <laughs> She, she's buttoned up, so yeah. it doesn't count. They need a naked scene in there, you know? <laughs> Jesus, man. Oh, my God. Did you guys see Sausage Party? Yes. Yeah, that was funny. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was funny. Was I, funny. I was so late on that movie. I've only recently it, seen it. I feel like it has such a message, right? It was all right. I wasn't expecting a message. That movie <laughs> It is was super raunchy. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but, you know. No, nah, it's good. The idea that people are, like, behaving because they want a reward later, and then they find out. Mm-hmm. There's nothing after this. Let's just get crazy. Right. It's kind of like the stage I'm at right now. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> so you related a lot to that message. I was just like, wow, <laughs> they woke up. Yeah. Like, it's amazing. It hit you in a way that it didn't hit us, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> it's like sausage party. My God. <laughs> Who would have known? I recommend it to everyone. I also just saw the Firefest documentary, oh, how which is that? why I was like laughing about Ja Rule. Because about the Ja Rule like, thing? What an idiot. Yeah. You watch the documentary and you just realize like how 50 totally won that. Like 50 is still winning today. <sighs> right. And ja is still losing. 50 hasn't put out a song in forever and we're talking about him. You know he just I mean? put out a song, actually. He that, did? Yeah. With, I forgot. It's on someone else's album. Mm. But, you know, he has power. Like, he, he's just making smart moves. He's right. making smart moves. Mm-hmm. And Ja Rule's just not. Yeah. Like, Firefest, I feel like he looks like an idiot in that movie. I mean, I haven't seen the movie, but... I, I know, yeah. I've heard, I've read about you it. You guys but. have to watch. It's still on Netflix. You have to. Oh, Please gosh. promise me you're going to do I'll it. I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll watch it. I'll like watch it's to- sure. I've watched it twice. I it's promise. Totally, really? Yes, it's worth it. It's worth your time. Wow. It's amazing how this guy was able to just, like, fool everyone. Yeah. And, and it was just... Sh- it's, like, such a shit show. Really have you heard of this, this uh, Russian socialite who was, like, faking... She was like living the high life in New York. She was like pretending to invest in art galleries and a bunch of shit. And she actually like infiltrated this like really 
exclusive like New York circle of, of like big ballers and shit. Mm-hmm. And it turns out she was some chick from Russia that was nothing that she was nothing that she claimed to be or whatever. Right. And she just recently got arrested and like, you know, they finally caught up with her or whatever. I, I don't I don't know why I brought that up, but I think it's because Monica's headed in that direction. Because oh. <laughs> <she's>, <laughs> I just think it's so when I see those people out, you know, I think so much of that in those circles. I'm just putting mm. the pieces together, you know, sausage party. <laughs> like there's no after do whatever you want. Fire fest scam. <laughs> Boom. Put those together. This is what I've been watching. Recently. I'm just I don't know. I'm thinking like, Dude, to watch a documentary twice, it must be good, man. I don't think I've ever watched it. Oh, no. Well, the first Cocaine time Cowboys. I, I saw that like, like a million times. A million times. <laughs> <laughs> My God. That bro. was in the Venetian days, I think, for me. That was in the Venetian days. <laughs> well, for me, it, for me, it was like 2006, 2007. Yeah. yeah. Um. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, well, Firefest, the first time I watched it, I was kind of like in and out, like, mm. you know, not really paying a lot of attention. So that's why I watched it again to see mm. that I miss anything. Gotcha. But it's really good. You should watch it. <laughs> yeah. How does how does it get so far? You know what I mean? Like, how do people not smoke them out or, or like, OK, you know? this is what happened. They would have meetings mm-hmm. and they said if anyone in the room was like that, like, oh, like, I don't think this is going to work or what are we going to do about these tents or whatever? He'd be like, look. You could leave. There's a door. Right. Like if he saw that you doubted him, mm. he was like, "We, so it's okay." Because you're gonna you. infect everybody else. Probably. With doubt. Yeah. Mm. So he kept like yes men. That I think the the movie is such an example of what happens when you only have yes men on your team mm-hmm. because it's like it was clear um, that it was never gonna work. But, but everybody think- just kept. You know, and how did Ja Rule get roped in? He's an investor. He, there's like a board of people. In, you know, to, in his defense, in the movie, it seems like he's pretty like removed from the situation. Mm. You know, he's, he's just kind of like on conference calls and stuff. Okay, but he was very he was very good friends with the guy. Like, mm. so he was always out with the with the main guy who's the scammer. Yeah, but there was like a board of like thirty people, and they would do conference calls, and that's really where you hear him and see him. And I guess the guy just kept signing, like, yeah, everything's looking good, whatever. It's like it, nothing was happening. Nothing was being done. Uh, but he was doing this on purpose or he just got out of his control or whatever? I think it got out of his control. I think he had a great idea. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I was talking to my friend. My friend's like, if he if he even could have done half of what he promised, it still it would have been a great event. And people mm. probably would have come to the second one. Right. But because he literally they did nothing, like mm. people flew out there and there was just nothing. Right. Refugee like, camp out there. Yes. Yeah. And they really sold funny. tickets and everything. Right? Hello. They go. He put he put a website and um, they advertised a fifty thousand dollar cabana mm. <laughs> and people started buying it. A girl on the staff was like. I'm concerned that you're selling a cabana that we don't have. Right. But, um, you know, it's, it's like, the power of, of marketing, social media. Yeah, yeah. It's such a great um, movie, you know, to, to evaluate all that stuff. To get ideas. <laughs> to no. get ideas. I would be, I'm a horrible liar, so I don't think I could ever, like, pull off something like that. So really we're selling it. human sushi cabanas <laughs> yeah. starting at 10,000, guys. And then they, they, they sent out, like, if you bought a ticket, they sent you, like, a wristband. And, he, and then they called people and they were like, before you go out there, you need to put money on your wristband because that's going to be the form of currency out there. Wow. And they said, like, within a few days, like, people had put $800,000 on their wristbands. Shit. <laughs> like, individual people? And they had nothing people, to or? offer them. Yeah, like, yeah. Because this was to marketed to, like, the elite, like, the richest people. Mm. So it's crazy money. That's what's funny about it. I mean, okay, it's not nice to, like, laugh at other people's misery, but it's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. Like a all bunch these. of rich people yeah. got ripped off. Yeah, <laughs> that is funny. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. And there were literally like pigs there, right? In the water. There was no food. There was like pigs in the water too. Um, I think in one part of the island they do show the pigs for like. A Wait, split what? Second. 
pigs in the water? You know how people go to Bahamas or somewhere to like swim with pigs? No. You've never seen this? No. The Bay of Pigs? No, it's not the Bay. What? (laughs) (laughs) That was Monica. (laughs) Hey, I'm going to give you an applause, Monica, for... I think that's the first time a guest has actually <laughs> whomped you. <laughs> Renee, it's getting bad. I'm telling you, we need an intervention, man. Hey, we need an intervention. We need a counter. You know, it's crazy how people don't change. Like, I haven't hung out with you in forever, but, like, yes. ex- we're exactly the same. Yes. So he's always been this way, then, yes. is what you're saying. Thank you. <laughs> people think I do it just because I'm on the show or whatever. <laughs> but yeah. Before we started recording, you mentioned that you've thought about doing a podcast before. I did with my ex, um... It's so corny because <laughs> <laughs> he was black. So I was like, oh, we would call it Cafe Con Leche in the morning. <laughs> like, it could be like a little morning show. We have a studio in the garage. We could have recorded it right there. That's actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's actually yeah. pretty good. That is good. And it would be like our different perspectives, you know, because we see the world totally different because mm. of our upbringing and our cultures. And yeah, it was just like an idea I had, but we never did it. Mm. Mm, Note to self, find a black girlfriend, <laughs> start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm not Leche, though, so she was my, that might be a problem. She was my partner based on interesting podcast combinations. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I had a couple of failed podcast combinations yeah. until we until I settled on What Renee. were your other... Did you ever have, like, a focus? Like, our, I wanted ours to be, like, about relationships, you know? Okay. Well, did you ever have, like, other focuses? We tried... To, well, me and my friend Ivan tried to do, like, a movie review thing, and that didn't work because we just, like, were agreeing on everything. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that didn't work. And then it's just one day it dawned on me when me and Renee were having a conversation. We were disagreeing naturally, as we always do. And yeah, I was like, dude, we everything. should just fucking record this shit, man. <laughs> yeah. Where did you guys meet? Can I ask questions on your podcast? Of course. Yeah, it's your, it's your show. <laughs> Welcome to Monica's <laughs> podcast, Leche. Yeah, I Leche. never thought about my own. What do I call it? I don't know. I have to think about it. It's a lot of names you got to come up with by the end of this episode. You're right. right. <laughs> and I'm not good at I've wanted to name my studio and I still haven't named it. So no. I'm mm. sorry for even teasing that I would do that. Not good at this. <laughs> and she gives up. <laughs> Should I womp? Yeah, no, that, I think that I would, deserve a womp. That would be rude. That no, would be rude. Yeah, don't so where her. did you guys meet? Where did we meet? Um, we met like... Through your ex. Through your ex-girlfriend. No. she. You met her through me. That's where it's. That's where you, you guys have it fucked up. Oh yeah, cool. yeah. I met you through, through potato, through, oh, potato. Th- through potato. Yeah. Who is potato? Potato. So I have it a friend. Like someone that should be on the podcast. That's his doctor friend. I voted for Trump. Is he yeah, single? <laughs> that's my doctor friend. No, he's not. He just got married. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it would You're be close, Monica. If he gives you the vocal one, the, besides, the button is coming next. Besides, that would be leche con leche. It wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. Um, I feel like leche sounds so dirty by itself. You can't it say does. it anymore. It does. <laughs> it has right. to be café con leche. That's the only way we can say it. Leche is milk leche más leche. for our non for, for our non Latin uh, audience. There, leche means milk. Yes, but it's also a connotation for. Wow, Something else. <laughs> only in your dirty minds. What do you mean? No, she you say it, it during Only sex. in your dirty minds. <laughs> What? Renee, it's like a thing. It's you, milk. You've, yeah. never, you've never heard that before? Yeah. Okay, then. <laughs> I was Jesus. just trying to give a, a different viewpoint. Sheesh. Well, when Why I first... Call me out. When I, you know when you first meet someone and you have to, like, categorize them, you know? 
Or I don't do is that, that to just people. me? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're setting a new record. I do that. I definitely do that's that. That's bullshit. What? Scientific pr- there's scientific evidence that everyone, you have to categorize That's how the human mind works. Yeah. You cate- Okay, how? Explain. Okay, what so are your categories? When I, well, back then, I was very music-centric. Uh-huh. And when I met Renee, it was like, you guys were all into like rave parties and right. shit like that. So I categorized him under ravers. So right. that's what I thought. I thought you and Risa. You can't Risa, do that to people, Andre. Well, your I mind know. naturally well, does that. If I'm, you were to open my Spotify, I listen to everything. Right. Mm-hmm. You can never put me in that box. But back yeah. then, I, th- I feel like it was more clickish, right? Like when I went to high school, it was like the rap kids hung out with the rap kids and the metal kids. High hung school out with is the- still very clickish. Is it really? really? When you, even if you watch like movies about high school from back in the day, it's exactly the same. Really? That's, that's a, I guess, cultural cool. thing because it's the same. <laughs> The clicks, like at lunch, like God forbid somebody sits at your table, it'll be a fight. Like these are this is our table. Oh yeah, I remember. I those can't days. be seen with this person. Like, but is it like music like based? So the right, way it so used no, to be? so maybe that has changed. Yeah. right? no, it's nerds and jocks <laughs> and artsy kids, cool girls. Yeah, yeah. artsy kids. <laughs> I was a bangy. I hate that word so yeah. much. Were you? Yeah. What'd you play? Um, I played the cello in concert band. I was the only cellist at my school. I played the piano and jazz band, and I played. I marched the bass drum. Okay. Because you can't march a piano or a cello, so I had to learn an <laughs> instrument that I could march. Right, right. And I figured I could read music, so I figured the drum was would be the easiest. And I love the bass because that's what really gets everybody to dance. I mm-hmm. love the bass. I still love bass is like my favorite to this day. Like, like if I'm making a song, the bass line is like my m- most exciting part. Yeah, I love the bass line. It's so um, it's underappreciated the bass line. Yeah. But it's probably what makes a hit a hit for the most part right it's kind of disappeared from hip-hop though bass lines because well, now it's just 808 drums yeah yeah it's well, like the boom yeah, right the yeah, sub. It's, yeah. it's a sub bass now it's a sub yeah. right it's not a bass line right. though it's not something no. you would like play no. yeah. yeah i'm talking about like that sub like every any song i make is like a very heavy bass and right. i was just watching like a uh, bohemian rhapsody before i got oh, here i haven't seen it and I haven't seen it either. But that bass line to Under Pressure, I mean, I mean that makes the freaking song. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. That Vanilla Ice though. Yeah. Yeah. Have you watched him defend how he, it's not the same? No. It's a really it? funny interview. No, that's stupid. And he's <laughs> like, exactly. he's like, the theirs goes dun 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 dun. And mine goes dun 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 dun. It's like, dude. But he's there like, it's not the same. Because I guess he got sued. I don't know. I yes. guess it was a problem. No, he did. So he, But he still feels like. He did not. They never that. cleared the sample for that. I no. guess not. It's such an obvious <laughs> sample. <laughs> like seriously, not to him, it's very different. <laughs> and he's sticking to it. <laughs> and he also had a ghostwriter on Ice Ice Baby. He that did. He, yeah, he had a ghostwriter that he didn't pay. <gasps> so, so Death Row Records, Vanilla Ice is basically responsible for Death Row Records because the guy that originally wrote Ice Ice Baby for Vanilla Ice. And didn't get paid. He went to Suge Knight pre-Death Row. Um, and Suge Knight went to Vanilla Ice to get Homeboy's money back. This is when he held him over a balcony. This is when he held him over the balcony. Mm. And, that's and, how, and that's the money he started Death Row Records That was with? the startup money for Death Row Records. Lesson. So without Vanilla Ice, we don't get Dr. Dre, guys. What a great oh, well, lesson. We don't get Snoop. We already had Dr. Dre. We don't I get was Snoop. just in California. Mm-hmm. And I went to this concert called Once Upon a Time in the LBC. Mm. What? I know. And was Snoop there? Yes. Fuck. He closed out the show. I didn't. It didn't hit me that I've never seen him perform. I go to concerts all the time, mm-hmm. and I don't know how I had never seen 
Um, I almost said Tupac. I've <laughs> never seen Snoop. He was so great. And I didn't realize this was like a bucket list item for me. But watching Snoop perform Ain't No Fun. Mm. And he had everybody there like to do the verses. Right. It was. Oh, he had the dog pound there too? Yeah, it was amazing. That's what? so dope. I was like, this. In, I never in, realized I needed that. But in like, Long was, Beach? In Long in Beach. In Long Beach. Yeah. That's, awesome. on. That's priceless. That's fucking That's priceless. Bucket list yeah. shit. Yeah. It was great. That's I awesome. <laughs> But the lesson there is don't fuck your ghostwriter. <laughs> well, you could fuck them, but don't, don't fuck, fuck them, them over. over with money. <laughs> That's what I meant. <laughs> That's not what you said. God, you guys' minds. <laughs> What's the greatest uh, rap concert you've been to? Was that it? Okay, yeah, that was pretty good. Um, you know, I Busta Rhymes is amazing live. Yes, he really you. can hit. Every, those are not punch-ins. Like, he can right. really rap that fast. Right. Um, Common is really good live. He, Never seen him. He will not. Same thing. Like he doesn't miss a syllable. Like I saw Eminem, mm -hmm. and Eminem. Like now when I listen to his music, I can tell it's like punchins because live mm. he couldn't. He couldn't do the whole. Verse. When when did you see Eminem? Like what era of Eminem? Because um, I have mixed feelings about Eminem depending on the year. I'm gonna be honest. I don't even remember. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Was it like after Fifty Cent? After he discovered Fifty Cent? Or? Probably. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know why I don't remember hmm. what concert that was. Okay. But I saw, I, I, I remember being just disappointed. Like, damn, I wasn't expecting Eminem to, like, not rap every word. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, oh, I love, you know, which, you know what was a really good concert and you wouldn't expect it? Who? Drake, uh, Drake versus Wayne. You remember that tour? Yeah, I remember that tour. I found out about it the same day huh. from my students. They were talking about it and mm -hmm. I was like, what? And they're like, it's tonight. And I went during class, I stopped teaching right. to get my tickets. <laughs> Is um, that the one in West Palm? It was in West Palm. We drove all the way to West Palm. I fucking had tickets, and we were like nine tenths of the way there, and it was just like fucking pouring. Right? It was. Raining. I don't remember rain. Yeah, we turned around. We were like, <gasps> Wait, what? Yeah, uh, it didn't even rain at the venue. I don't remember rain. Yeah, <laughs> you're crazy. It's an outdoor venue. It was yeah. outdoors, yeah. and um, okay, the reason it was so great because thanks, Erica and Ashley. <laughs> Dude, you got to be ballsy to throw an outdoor concert in Miami. It was like, West Palm. Still, South Florida. Yeah. Why? Oh, because the Cause weather. It fucking rains. Yeah. Let me say something. It was no awesome. warning. And you forget how many hits they have. And mm -hmm. this was years ago, so right. Drake wasn't even really who he is now. Right. But they each pro the set list was like eighty songs. Like they each did like forty songs, and they were all hits. Like I bet, the yeah. crowd rapping to every single. Oh my god, that was probably one fun. of the best ones I've been to action, mm -hmm. and I wasn't expecting it. There was a good like three, four years where Lil Wayne was like on top of the world. He was like really running hip hop for mm -hmm. a while there. It was like around the time that Jay Z retired. The After first the time. Carter Three, yeah, right. Carter Three. I used to it's love all his mixtapes. Like I would, everybody would listen to the Wayne version of the song. You know, well, if he did a remix of your song, let's say like your song's yeah. garbage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fifty Cent was the same way too. When oh yeah, the mixtapes. That's when he first came out. That's yeah. when I I saw him at Club Cristal. Cristal. No Remember shit. Club yeah, Cristal? that's right on on <laughs> six or something like that, right? Yes. Yeah, he was still doing the mixtapes, and I was. You in did the a front. show. I did a show there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shut up. I you performed, performed there. Yeah, I performed there. Yeah. I want to hear your stuff. I'll yeah. show you some stuff. Okay. Yeah. I'll show you some stuff. Well, Fifty Cent, I was front row. He touched mm. my hand like three times. He sweated on me. <laughs> did you not wash it for like a week? <laughs> Probably for like a day. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Trina was there. She walked across the stage. The She's so bitch. beautiful in person. She's yeah. really pretty. Yeah. I met her at a she not Circle House. What's the other big studio? Hit Factory. Hit Factory. Yeah, mm -hmm. I met her at Hit Factory. She was nice. She was cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't get to meet her, but she was really pretty. Mm. Did she sweat on you? No, she just walked <laughs> by. I just remember she had a really <laughs> fat ass, and she just walked by. 
That and I was she like, did. oh my god, it's Trina! I was freaking out. <laughs> you fangirled a little bit? I do. I I'm the ultimate groupie. Yeah. I think the best performers I've seen hip hop wise are Red and Meth. I've mm. seen them so many times and I've they're like always good. Perform. Either went, of them? I went to a show. You have to. I heard Wu Tang going on tour. Oh, really? that'd be dope. I saw it online. I hope it's real. I will totally buy it. Oh, I would, I would go to that for <laughs> sure. Yeah. I doubt it's going to be all of them, though. I saw Red and Meth perform in Fort Lauderdale, and Red got off the stage, started hitting people's blunts while he was like performing. <laughs> was that the How High tour? <laughs> Uh, no, I don't remember what tour. I don't think it was. But okay. He like literally, it was only like 400 people there or whatever. And he literally like ran around the whole crowd that was watching him, like high-fiving everyone. That's awesome. And then jumped back on stage, sat on the stage and just was like, nah, it's only 400 of us. Give me a blunt, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I, saw some, I saw Redman do something that I never thought was possible. He was performing while rolling a blunt. Yes. Not smoking a yes. blunt. Where's the Rolling mic? a blunt. I, he like put the mic here on his shoulder or some shit. The motherfucker was rolling a. Bl- I was like, is he really doing that shit right now? He Remember his cribs on MTV Cribs? Oh, that was classic. Yeah, that was classic. He still lives there. Shut up. Yeah, he yes. still he still lives there. Yeah, yeah. And his That's cousin's genius. probably still sleeping on the floor yeah. and shit. That's genius. He, he probably said, has money stacked. He doesn't care. He's like, I don't care. All I want to do is make music. Yeah, that's it. He had a shoebox full of cash. You remember that shit? <laughs> like, that shit was amazing. Doesn't bro. everyone? <laughs> no, I don't. Not anymore. I don't carry any cash anymore, man. No, I don't. <laughs> hey, all the conspiracy books predicted this would happen. Right. A cashless society. It happened. Really? We're here. Yeah. I never. I mean, the strip clubs books. still have a lot of cash. That's true. Yes. You can't throw your credit card. <laughs> that's the funny thing, too. When I see people with dollar bills, that's the first thing I think. That's the I'm only like, time oh, I Oh, you were at them. the strip club last yeah. night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you see cash in my purse, that's where I got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Definitely a BT's the night before. <laughs> that is the last one I was at. I've heard, I've heard that, I've heard about that place. Like, damn, girl, shake that ass. I'm Venmoing you right now. Right, 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 right. What's your Venmo, girl? <laughs> Should we get to the bento box, man? Let's do it. And we got some messages here. All right, let's play them, man. It's the bento box. This is the segment of the show where we play your messages. That's right, folks. Call us. Let us know how you're doing. Call us. Let us know if you agree, disagree with something we said on the show. What's the number? The number is 561-708-0072. Fuck. I'm so proud of you, man. That's right. We're also found on the World Wide Web at www.humansushibar.com. And you can reach us at Human Sushi Podcast on Instagram. Are you proud of this guy or what? Did you I'm, see that? You that was see flawless. My face yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you see flawless. me blank out? Because like I'm like, what is it? it's like I'm literally staring at a blank space on the wall, just trying to remember all yeah, that shit. Who said that it was like uh, Will Ferrell in old school? Yeah, <laughs> when, when he goes up for the debate, <laughs> yeah, he just blanks out. <laughs> that was Ivan. That was Ivan. Yeah, that's a good one. It's amazing. All right, let's get to this first message. All right, play it. Is the volume up? Nope. No, it's not. Oh, Let's play it this time. Yo, it's Reese, but call me V. What up, Reese? It's been a minute because I can never get your phone number right, and I almost end up crashing because you guys don't know how to give it out correctly. Hey, 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 hey. Um, (laughs) But I wanted to let you guys know. There's one time I got super duper duper high and I let these two guys on a podcast sit there and tell me about the Bible. Wow. It was horrible. Rude. Wow. Tell, boys. Uh, I see what you did there, Risa. I'll take that as a 
I love you and I miss you guys. <laughs> Jeez, man. Risa always calls in to just like kick us in the balls. Dude. Square in the balls. Yeah. That's cool. It's love. I think that's her way of saying what up. <laughs> What's up, Risa? <laughs> we love you too. Okay. So, oh yeah, we did ask a question last week, right? The question that we had, the prompt. Oh yeah, that's was, why she said that. Yeah. Tell us about a time where you got so high that you can't believe you were that high or whatever. Yeah, so, give us the want, want, I guess that was, <laughs> yeah. I guess that was Reese's answer. We're breaking records on this first episode in the studio. We're never inviting you on the podcast again. Just kidding. <laughs> that's not true. You're always welcome. All right. Next message, man. What up, guys? Alex with the Do Company. Alex. Just heard the last uh, podcast. Awesome show, man. Um, Agony rocks it. Uh, dug both songs. Haven't stopped bobbing my head up and down this morning. Um, nice. Drinking my coffee. I'm getting ready to <laughs> start work here. But anyways, man, um, you guys are, are kicking it. Um, great show. Keep it going. As always, um, the Human Sushi Podcast, number one podcast yes. on the air. In the world, Craig. Yes. In the world, Craig. You Tell him. Give him the applause. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the Do Company. What yeah. was it? The Do Company.com, right? Yes. The D U Company.com. I believe so. My brain is filled to capacity with our phone number <laughs> <laughs> yeah for real you've you've done your job already. one more piece it. of information and i might have a mental breakdown <laughs> so so um teaching so you went from audio i know that was the worst segue ever i'm sorry <laughs> but i realized we never got to that right so like how did you go from audio engineering to teaching children I don't even know. You what, don't you even said know? You I needed money. Yeah, you enjoyed Isn't it. Isn't that sad? I became a teacher because I needed money, and that's like one of the lowest paying no. <laughs> There's really not enough like financial incentive for people to Wait. become teachers. Okay, well, here in Dade County, it's going to get better yeah. for these next four years because we passed a referendum where we are now going to get money from the property. Like, we're getting more money for raises so okay. you're, you're highly are you involved in um like the board the teachers board union? i was on the board of the teachers union i don't want to be here like um yeah. i'm not on beha- i'm not speaking on behalf of them right. of course not right. but i was i was on the board yeah yeah okay got you so, so i was very involved i was i was like i'm still really into legislative affairs um i went to tallahassee a few times to you know lobby for yeah. our issues i went to dc and um i'm actually i've considered running for state like the state mm-hmm. seat Mm. be a state representative nice you should i know yeah. i almost did it in 2018 i was like literally this close right and then i backed out and then now they're kind of reaching out to me for 2020 nice but well, i don't know i'm just well, nervous vote for Leche. <laughs> vote for Leche. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's let's not let's not vote for Leche. okay <laughs> If you were, guys, I wish you were here to look at Monica's face. <laughs> She's like, damn, my whole campaign just went down the drain. That's exactly what I was yeah. like, oh my God, we must have destroyed this. Just record. make sure they never listen to this podcast if you want to have a chance. What would that entail, though, if you were to, to um, get the position? You work, the session is from January to March. They work 60 days mm-hmm. in Tallahassee. Um, and then they have little meetings and stuff prior, I think, prior to the session. So okay. I would have to travel a lot back and forth. And I have two little kids, and I just wasn't sure mm-hmm. that that's that it's like the right time for 
for me. And you are decide on matters affecting teachers or right. Your educa- education systems are managed by the state, mm-hmm. so I have no desire to be like a congresswoman or anything, a president. But mm-hmm. I would like to be a state rep just because I've been teaching now like over ten years, and mm-hmm. I just. I'm knowledgeable about what the issues are, and I think I could be, you know, effective. It's hard being a Democrat in Tallahassee. They really have no power. Mm -hmm. But each year they're getting a a bit more seats. So they are, they are, this last year, you know, they were able to make some stuff happen. But it's hard. I've even, when you get, it's a a dirty, dirty, dirty game of Mm. chess, Mm. politics, what I've learned of it. And so, for example, last time I was in Tallahassee, there was this bill that was written by a Democrat, but they knew that if they presented it, it wasn't going to move anywhere. So they actually had to have a Republican put their name on it. Like the person who wrote it, it never even got the credit hmm. because, you know, they cared about the bill more. So they let some a Republican present it. And when the Republican presented it, oh, yeah, everybody was all for it. So right. that's so stupid. It is. Stupid. It is annoying and it's stupid. That's that's why I don't think I'm good for it because I'm not good at the game of chess. Your I'm not patience good at that. is like. Right. I don't like the game back and forth. I hate negotiations. Like with the union, we negotiate the contracts every mm-hmm. year. And I, it's like literally the worst mm-hmm. experience for me because I hate it. I feel like just tell us what you have to offer. You know, right. don't Be play this game. Right. Yes. Thank you. I'm a very transparent person, and I need that right, in other here. people. So that's why I think I would not be good in politics. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it George Washington that was against the, the political parties? Am I am I wrong there? Right, I think one I, of the one of the early the founders or whatever. Was well, it? yeah, they wrote about the dangers of factions, yeah. which is basically what parties. Right. Well, and it's just like what you said, like people will pick teams regardless of what the issue is. Oh, no, this is what our team is doing. So we're just going to go with that. Let me tell you how it works. This is so disgusting. I went to see them in in the chambers where Uh they work. And so have you ever been? No. So as a guest, you sit up at the top and you're just like looking down and no one's paying attention. Hmm. Like there's a meeting being conducted. The person speaking at the podium, but like the representatives are like on their phones on their laptops talking to each other saying hi across the room like super rude like right. i tell my students if you guys were to act like them like it would be rude like you would get in trouble right but they're like oh, and no one's paying attention and then when it's time for the vote each party has their leader at the front called the whip mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. if you're a republican or whatever let's say you're a republican mm-hmm. and i'm the whip well i gotta be the republican you mm-hmm. don't have to pay attention to anything in the meeting when it's time to vote you just look at me and i'm either gonna give you a thumbs up or a thumbs down and that's how you vote and that's really what goes on that's wow. how the decisions are made they don't even read a lot of the legislation that comes across their table you know they'll make an assistant read it and it's like oh just give me talking points so or how, how did, disgusting how did, it's annoying yeah how do you justify then participating in the system you know? because it's like that because no one knows that that's what's happening because no one's paying attention democracy mm-hmm. you know it's us like Right. It's the people. So if we don't care and we're disengaged and we're frustrated with it, whatever, then mm. those people in power are going to do that. They do that because they get away with it. Right. Well, right. I think people right. care. If we all long- showed up and like marched and, you know, went over there with like, look at Puerto Rico. Right. Right. Oh, don't tell me the people don't have power. That's a good example. I mean, That's a good example, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But now, OK, like my point is that the system itself is broken. So uh, although in Puerto Rico, for example, they got the guy to resign. Right. The next guy coming in is just as another system guy. You know, I yeah. worried about that. too. Yeah. <laughs> like, What if the next guy's even worse? Of course, because listen, you can't be in politics and not get your hands dirty. Like, it's just not possible. Like, if you want to even even if you go in with positive uh, intentions. You know, intentions, right, like you have to get your hands dirty in order to make them happen, because 
there is just being blocked by people that want something else from you or whatever the case may be, you know? So it's just a dirty game. I'm not saying it's not the best system, you know, but it's just for me, I realize there is no, it's like sausage party, right? There's no <laughs> heaven or whatever. <laughs> and has so many levels. And I'm just trying to enjoy my life right now. You know what I mean? Like fuck politics, politics is like sausage party. <laughs> that's, that's what we've concluded here, ladies and gentlemen. They do compare legislative, the legislative process to the sausage making process. Mm. Have you ever watched sausage being made? Yes. That's how I've heard legislation that. gets made. Right, right, Ugly. right. Yeah. Ugly. So... One thing I wanted to ask you, like in prepping for the show, right? You kind of asked me what the format was. and I did nothing to prepare, by the way. That's fine. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I told you not to. I was like, we're just going to have a conversation, you know? Yeah. Uh, but I was like, naturally, the conversation will just go towards your interest. You right. know what I mean? And then I was like, oh, what are you interested in? Right. I asked you what your interests are, who you be with. Right. That's a biggie line. <laughs> Things that make yeah, you yeah. Oh, I know now, because now you know Biggie. I know, right? I know Biggie's radio hits because the radio <laughs> okay, okay. played it for if me. If Tupac could hear you now, <laughs> he would hug be me. Disappointed. He would hug me. <laughs> so what you're saying? So as your interest, you listed one of them was social justice, and yeah. that stood out to me because a couple things. Like number one, aren't we all interested in social justice? <laughs> we should like, be right. And then number two. I guess what I want to know is like, what do you mean by that? Like, has in your mind is social justice, like equality, activism, yeah, like activism meaning, like standing up for what's right. Like I tell people all the time, you know, you don't have to be gay mm -hmm. to say that gay people deserve equal rights. Right. Right. You don't have to be black to mm -hmm. say that Black Lives Matter. So you know, I just I feel I I wish like people would speak out for issues outside of themselves, especially. I don't, this mm -hmm. might get controversial, but <laughs> being around Cubans all the time, mm -hmm. you know, the, I'm going to stereotype, you know, a lot of Cubans don't care about immigration issues because right. we got special treatment. To deal with it. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that just angers me. You know, I just feel like we should care about each other, right. whether it's happening to your people or not, because if, you know, Martin Luther King said a threat to justice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. If mm -hmm. it's happening to them today, it could happen to you tomorrow. So. I'm just big on that. Like, if you know it's wrong, like, do something about it. Got you. Okay. What is it that stood out to you about that term? Because I, I, I do, I hear social justice now, and it's got a little bit of a, a connotation to it now. Right. right. Yeah. That's exactly what I was trying to get at. Because, for example, what you responded right now is obviously very understandable, very relatable. I completely feel the same way, right? Of course, we want to do what's fair for everyone. But social justice itself is just getting this bad rep, in my opinion, lately, because like of the special interest groups right like so people realize they can form groups and mobilize towards their own means and ends and by creating a quote-unquote movement right like now you can kind of get the result you want and that works in both ways whether it be for gay rights or anti-gay movement mm -hmm. right so yeah like i i believe that black lives matter I don't know that I believe in Black Lives Matter, in the organization, I got you. I get it. in the people behind right. it. You I get know? It. Yeah. I think that's where it gets a little, uh, right. a little because messed up. Both sides are calling themselves social justice. You right. know what I mean? And it's like, hmm, like, okay, which one of you is really just? You know what I mean? Right. That's a great question. Yeah. And I also think it's social justice is the new religion, right? Like religion's been on the decline. So I feel like people need something to latch onto. So now they're like, everyone is into politics now. You know, mm -hmm. if you go through Twitter, it's like everyone's got like these political opinions and. But that's great. I feel it's 
it's good. <laughs> it's good for your business, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I think I think everything in moderation, you know. Yeah, because I I think it does get a little out of hand. I do. Like what? What do you mean? When social justice gets out of hand, yeah. like for instance, um, Twitter silencing people that disagree with whatever it is that the Twitter brass believes in, right? Like now, the I Twitter, don't agree with that, right? Twitter's been banning people, right, yeah. under the name of social justice, you know, and that's that's where I feel like it gets a little, it, it's a little misguided, and they're you know? banning conservatives, right? For the most part, yeah. yeah. They also banned Farrakhan, who's not a conservative, but. Yeah, you know, for the most part, they're banning conservatives, and it's so. Like, what what was their reason? They say it's hate speech or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's well, that's another. But problem. hate speech is protected speech, right? Exactly. exactly. And how do you? Who so am twi- I to define Twitter, what hate speech is? Twitter gets to do it, I guess, because they're because a private they're, they're a private company. So yeah. we need a government-run social media platform, exactly. and then everyone can say whatever they want. Well, Which, the argument that that I made, we talked about this before, is like the, if the president is on Twitter everyone should have access to it, right? Because the president's literally disseminating information via Twitter. The Supreme Court says he's not allowed to block people because he's the president. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Well, at the same time, I, th- I feel like every American citizen should have access to Twitter. Like, we right. shouldn't be banning people if the president is on there, you know, d- basically delivering information on so Twitter. if I send know? Trump a friend request he has to accept? Twitter's not like he that can't right block now. you. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. Fr- it's not friend request. I don't have Twitter, guys. Clearly, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just got Instagram two months ago, guys. Come on. <laughs> you were thinking about quitting Instagram. What happened? You still on? Or? I'm st- I barely go on it though. It's not for me. I'm not good at it. It's like yeah. yeah I, what I'm, is there to be good at? I'm not good at Instagram. What do you mean? Like I go on there and I'm like, oh, I'm not getting any hearts and stuff. <laughs> like I'm not good at this thing. You don't uh, post content. That's true too. Does it Renee, make you? It makes you, you depressed. I don't even think I have you on Instagram. Th- that's telling you, I'm not good at it. <laughs> I left Facebook. Well, I'm on it, but I'm never on All right. it. Right. I'm. I like Facebook. I like how you know we can have conversations on Facebook. I like that about Facebook. Yeah. yeah. I like the fact that you can have conversations. But Twitter's my favorite one. I go on Twitter to troll politicians. Nice. <laughs> and um, like Marco Rubio will post a Bible verse every day. Mm-hmm. So I'll always comment something like, where did Jesus say to take away health insurance from people? Or whatever, you know? <laughs> like, I hate I hate when people like quote the Bible and then they're such assholes. Mm, right. Yeah. And he is like the biggest yeah. asshole. So I like to troll him. I like to troll Trump. My dream in life was to get blocked by Trump. That was a bucket list. Uh, and and the now Supreme Court lo- fucked that up yeah, for you. God, God damn it. Fucking judges. Yeah. Your, your own system. <laughs> 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 but uh, I really like Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not on there. I think I, that's my least favorite one. Yeah. Instagram. Because it's so shallow. You know <gasps> what I mean? Not. I'm not calling you shallow. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying like... Um, People go on Instagram like, for what? Life. To show yeah. right, look at my life. Look how pretty I am. Look how buff I am. You know what I mean? Please like my photos. <sighs> but if it's, I worked out, I'd be all over that shit too. I'd be like, yo, check hey, out, listen, check out my I've posted shirtless pics on Instagram, so I'm not the, I'm not, the, you know, I can't talk shit. Yes. You're guilty. Yeah, but I don't like it because of that reason. I feel like it brings out an ugly part of myself. You know. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, I haven't gotten on Twitter, so it's not, you don't get a friend request? <laughs> no, you just follow. You, get no, you just follow people, yeah. You can follow whoever you want. You can block people, though, right. okay. from following you. But Trump whatever. can't block me. Right, he's not allowed. Uh, I've been oh, blocked yeah. by people that I don't know. 
just because I follow certain people. Like, I follow Trump on Twitter. Like, why wouldn't I follow Trump right. on Twitter? You know what I mean? So and people blocked you. People put, yeah, they, there's a block list. There's a thing called a block list. Mm-hmm. And you can, like, block everyone who follows Trump or who follows, like, oh, you know, a right. certain person. Yeah. See, I hate that. Um, I hate people that only want to, like, be around like-minded people. Right. Echo chamber. Yeah, they love, I, can't, I hate they that. They love the algorithm, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. right. for sure. Yeah. I hate that too. I hate the algorithm. I'm usually like trying to figure out what to type in to like see something different, you know, because my YouTube just goes off of my my past views. You right. Know? I hate that. Well, I think people are very prone to confirmation bias, right? So yeah. you're only gonna follow people who confirm ideals already, that you right. already have mm-hmm. and but that to me means that you're not learning you're not right. growing exactly. you know so i follow a bunch of conservatives mm-hmm. i follow conservatives i follow liberals i follow libertarians because you want to be challenged right mm-hmm. like yeah, you, you want important. your opinions to be challenged it's important to know what they're talking about and what they're saying and and not to straw man the other person's argument right what like, does that mean not to say oh conservatives think a b and c or whatever no i want to listen to the smartest conservative give his argument so then i can try to pick that apart but Mm -hmm. if you're just going with the lowest common denominators that you're not really going to learn anything you know yeah like when um like when cnn has a conservative commentator i feel like they pick they pick like the dumbest one yeah same with fox with the liberals yeah like crazy crazy hair yes college professor yes (laughs) yes yes like some hippie lady yeah she starts talking about the moon and the stars and what's the did you see that one lady marianne williamson in the in the uh debates the author yes no (laughs) she is something else man she is she is sometimes she says something interesting so she does and i actually like i don't mind her being on the stage right i made fun of her like uh, after the debate but then i saw her on dave rubin's show and Mm. she's pretty like there's something there yeah. you know what i mean mm. like i mean i don't think she has a chance in hell she doesn't have the temperament to be a president you know like i, I just yeah, she's, she's neither did trump, way, way too spacey you know <laughs> neither did trump though yeah <laughs> my yeah. favorite thing with the trump and hillary is like oh we can't have a woman they're too emotional like you're gonna this guy is emotional as fuck yeah he's emotional <laughs> as fuck. fucking reality tv star <laughs> like yeah. come on i'm like i love this i love how we couldn't have a woman right but, but we instead, we got the most <laughs> petty, the most petty that, person. Yes. Who's still saying women are too emotional, and that's why they can't be. A president. lot of people, a lot of people. That sounds that I like from nineteen sixty something. I agree. <laughs> These people exist. They live among us. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's. I was gonna say something <laughs> contrary. I was gonna say that's re, but I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> what? You can't say that word anymore. The re word. Oh, gotcha. Can't say that anymore. Retarded. <laughs> what? Retarded? <laughs> <laughs> it's retarded that you can't say that word anymore. Fuck that shit. Bro. It's illegal. Uh, it's, it's illegal. illegal. No. You'll go to jail, bro. <laughs> You'll go to jail, bro. That's retarded. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think we've covered it, right? Yeah, let's end it right there. <laughs> yeah. We might have to cut those last couple minutes out. Fuck that. We'll keep it. <laughs> hey, this has been a fun show. It yes. has. Thank you so much for having Thank me. Thank you so much for coming. This is actually, we met today and it's been lovely. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It do has you, been lovely. Do you have any uh, social media handles or anything you want to plug? Any music coming out? Okay. I know yes. you, you work with an artist. I work right? with an artist. Let's get his your plugs is, in. Okay, his name is John Well on Instagram, J O N U U E L. And he's doing Spanish trap, um, reggaeton. Um, also, a guy called G Menace. G Menace, exactly how it sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, so they work together a lot. 
Um, so these are the people that you had told me, because I actually think it's a good thing to say on air, that you had kind of stopped doing the audio engineering. Okay, yes. I went to school in 2004 when I met Renee doing <laughs> audio engineering. Then I stopped very quickly. Uh, stopped doing it because my ex did it. So I was still in the scene. I was happy be, just to be in the scene. Um, and then <clears throat> about a year ago, I met G Menace. And he showed me this song they had. It's called Bebe. You could hear it on SoundCloud or YouTube, Bebe. Mm-hmm. Um, Just dope, I heard it. Yes, thank you, Renee. Mm-hmm. And so they had this song, and it's amazing. It's a great song. It sounds like Radio Ready to me. Mm-hmm. And and I invited him to my studio, and I started working with them. And that was like a year ago. And I've just been... It, 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 it reminded me of the person that I was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like... With marriage and relationships, like, I lost sight of that. I think a lot of women go through that, where you just kind of go into the role of what you thought you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And I kind of let go of who I really was. Like, growing up, I never fantasized about marriage or kids or any of that. And, And then I had it all, and then it's like, I don't know, I lost myself. Yeah. So these guys, it's funny because, like, they, they say that I help them so much, but it's like they don't know what they did for me. You know, it's like they kind of woke me up to, like, wait a minute, like, this is what I really wanted to be doing. So um, we're always working. We're always recording. Right now we're getting ready to shoot our first music video for a single he has called Atrevete. Dope. Um, but, yeah, I hope everybody could go follow him and listen to the music. It's Definitely. What, really are, what are the handles again? Okay. Johnwell, J-O-N-U-U-E-L, G Menace. And then my page is private. Because I'm a teacher, so <laughs> yeah, there's no you. point in following me. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Um, where can they find us? They can find us at Human Sushi Podcast on Instagram. They can yes, find sir. us on the World Wide Web at www.humansushibar.com. And uh, don't forget to call the hotline. 561-708-0072. Press 2. If you know the name of the movie, you'd like to see. <laughs> That's not how it goes. But <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, hit us up, guys. And I think... Uh, Monica, thank you again. Thank you, guys. This was fun. All right, folks. This was such an awkward ending. Coming to you live. (laughs) We were doing so good. Coming (laughs) to you live from our brand new studios in Burbank, California. What? (laughs) All right. We're out of here. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Wait. Give me one more want, want. Want, want, one more. Let's close the show on a want, want. (laughs) All right. I like that. Later, guys. (laughs) Peace.